0: There are so many judgmental people out there, and aren't you glad that people like you and me are not judgmental on this episode of Inverse?
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Judge not lest you be judged. This is one of the most famous verses that people are aware of. You are watching Inverse here in the studio. My name is Justin Kim, and I have my friends Siku, Callie, and Jonathan in the studio, and we're looking at the Book of Romans. If you haven't done it already, go to hopetv.org inverse to look at last week's episode and uh, catch up on our, our really systematic study mm-hmm. in the Book of Romans. We'll look at uh, chapter 2, chapter 2, and before we read scripture, Siku, if you can pray for us.
1: Sure. Let's pray. Loving Father, we are thankful for the gift of salvation. We're thankful that we have knowledge of the gospel. And as we continue to study your word, we pray that we can truly come to appreciate the the wonderful message that the gospel is and that you would use it to transform our lives so that it can transform others as well. You pray these things in your name.
0: Amen. 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 Kelly, we looked at chapter 1 last week, and can you just kind of hit those high points, and we'll read, uh, Jonathan, you read chapter 2, but uh, let us just kind of recap and then move in.
2: Yeah, so we talked about in chapter 1, the main thing there was why and how Paul is not ashamed of the gospel, Mm -hmm. what the gospel is, and how he is a debtor to share it with. All people, mm-hmm. no matter who it is, and we also talked about what God's wrath is and
0: is mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. It's it's this big solution to to save the world's problems, yes. yeah. And then a component of that is God's wrath, and it's mm-hmm. not his like his anger, but there is a but what he wants he needs to eliminate that that the, the sin problem, yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to chapter two, and I just I love Romans because it is systematic. It is. Um, maybe it's the nerd in me that's just like, all right, A and B. And then, so if, if, you're out, if you're out there and you don't like that, then, then tough, it's scripture. <laughs> Answer the verse, so deal with it. Uh, but it's, 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 it's that important of a solution. And so, Paul's being very, yes. very logical with that. Let's go to chapter 2 of Romans, chapter 2, and we'll start from verse 12. Mm-hmm. And John, if you can read there.
3: Sure. For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law, And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. Mm. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these although not having a law are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. In a day when God will judge the secrets of men, by Jesus Christ according to my gospel." Okay, let's go to verse 17, and Siku, if you Mm -hmm. can pick up there.
1: Sure. "...Indeed, you are called a Jew, and rest on the law, and make your boast in God, and know His will, and approve the things that are excellent, being instructed out of the law, and are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, and an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, having the form of knowledge and truth in the law. You, therefore, who teach another, Do you not teach yourself? You who preach that a man should not steal, do you steal? You who say, do not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who make your boast in the law, do you dishonor God through breaking the law? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, as it is written.
0: All right, we'll stop there. We'll stop there, and and uh, thank you for that that reading. That that that's good. It, it makes me um, rem, uh, rem, uh it reminds me of that when the ancient scriptures were first uh, written, they were read out loud, yes. and people had to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, too often, we think we're like, oh, they have their Bibles and are all like listening along. But so we want to just encourage you. I know that sometimes when you're when you're re- listening to scripture, your mind tends to zone out. And this is why we have Bible study guides. So go to inversebible.org and you can download and you can use it online or however you want to do it. uh, Our Bible study guide on on the book of Romans. And uh, we we are very excited uh, about the Bible study guide because it interacts with your digital device and the the text and together. So it's one way to get into the verse. So, um, so, hey, what's going on here? I mean, this is a long passage. And for those of us who who did zone out, what's going on? And let's uh, zone back in. Uh, What's it talking about? Siku.
1: I'm um, thinking of the first part that Jonathan read mm. um, where he's talking about those who have sinned without the law at mm. perishing. And um, for me, this, this section, like from verse 12 to 16, uh, you know, growing up in Zimbabwe, um, and you know, missionaries came to Africa and brought you know the gospel to to Southern Africa, mm-hmm. and I always used to wonder growing up, like, what did my grandparents, great do, great grandparents, do? Like, what will happen in the judgment? Like, how do how does God judge them when missionaries hadn't come to Zimbabwe? The generation
0: before Christianity. The
1: generation came. before Christianity mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and generations before mm-hmm. that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and this text for me answers that 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 God has a way of judging even the people who may not have had access to God's law in the form that we have it in the Word of God. Yeah. But that God reveals Himself even to those people. And so that even if a missionary hadn't come, it's not like God was absent from them and God doesn't care and but God still interacted with them and revealed Himself to them. Yes. In a, at a certain level, and he'll judge them by the knowledge that they yes. did have.
0: Yeah, an excellent excellent question, an excellent answer. People are worried about that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of you guys have you ever heard that question, what about those people in Africa? And, and you're talking someone from Africa. Uh, very, 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 very good, very good. Right. That's very interesting. When I went to Africa, they are like, well, what about those people living in Korea? In North Korea, I'm like, what? It was just this reversal of worlds, but it was cool. But we are worried about uh, or, or are anxious about uh, older generations or current people who have never heard of the gospel. What happens to them? Jonathan?
3: Yeah, in the second section, hmm. um, kind of uh, what Siku had been reading, yep. <laughs> it talks about... You guys are commenting on each other. <laughs> right, right, right. So, <laughs> so he moves from the Gentiles now to the Jews. And he, he's very interesting in his approach because he starts like, Indeed, you are called a Jew. You rest in the law. You make your boast in God. You approve of these things. You know, you've been instructed. You're confident. You're guide to the blind. You know, yes. Like, wow, you know, wow, you are a Jew. Yes. And then, <laughs> verse um, 21, You therefore who teach... Another, do you not teach yourself? So mm. now Paul, Paul is saying to these, uh, to the people who just feel like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm one of these guys. It's like, oh, wait, hold on. Um, you, you, you approve these things, but you don't practice.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, y- you have the law. You know, the, the Gentiles, they don't have the law, and, you know, the, you kind of look down. But you who have the law, mm-hmm. you're not better. Mm -hmm. You know, hate to break it to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and we know from Paul from other places where he says, you know, I'm a chief of sinners. And he was, but he he considered himself at one point, you know, the most righteous man. Mm -hmm. And so he is now turning the tables, uh, not because he's evil or angry with his fellow, uh, you know, countrymen, but because he wants them to see the reality of... Of what it means to stand before God mm-hmm. as a sinner, mm-hmm. and even though you might have access to all these things, it doesn't make you automatically righteous.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very insightful, Jonathan. And I, I think Asiku's tone when she was reading kind of uh, kind of exaggerated in, in, a, in a way, in a very good way. Yes. Um, but I, I just love that um, it, is, it is kind of passive. I don't want to say passive aggressive, but passive. Mm-hmm. Um, Emphatic <laughs> uh, verse, uh, and I love what you said there, verse twenty-one. Uh, was it twenty? Verse nineteen. You are a guide to the blind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can z- and zoom back to to verse one, um, the, the uh, you need an exclamation mark. Verse one. Therefore, you are inexcusable, O oh man, whoever you are, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you mm-hmm. judge another, you condemn yourself. And going back to chapter one. I mean, he's just taking a bazooka and going at the pagans. <laughs> he's like, they're worshiping idols. Pfft, you guys aren't righteous. And dude's and then, like, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> get up And then chapter two, verse one's like, they're for you. <laughs> and in, the, in this, all in this, in this section, yeah, all mankind. Mm-hmm. So basically, what is Paul saying in chapter two? What's mm. kind of his 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 argument? Siku? Uh, um, before, before you
3: want to answer, yeah. You answer before
1: no. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 don't ask that. Wait. <laughs> after, after Jonathan's, you know, like just seeing the, the contrast, like side by side, those two portions yeah. of Scripture that we yeah. read, the the one thing that jumps out at me is Paul is saying that knowledge isn't the problem, mm-hmm. right? Because you know you have this information, you know the law, you know, and and sometimes we can think, oh, those poor people, they don't know, right? And, and we can take pride in, we think we're better than people mm-hmm. because we know stuff. And Paul is saying that, there's a transformation that needs to happen in your life that doesn't come solely on knowledge. Mm -hmm. So so what God accomplishes in your life, and this thing that He's talking about that is so powerful, it's not just knowledge-based. Yes, knowledge is important. You have the law, which makes you inexcusable, Mm -hmm. but... The knowledge isn't the thing that is going to actually solve this problem, mm-hmm. you know, and more information is going to resol- is not going to resolve it. Um, so, <laughs> and,
0: and, 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 and many in our generation do have that mode of thinking, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. I, I know that in in the way that my wife and I function. When people say something, we go online and we, we Google fact it. check it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we go to Amazon and say, is that the actually the best product? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we see all the product. Oh, that's not the best product. <laughs> we have more information here. Mm-hmm. And we think it, we're, it's righteous by information, mm-hmm. right? We're trying mm-hmm. to hack the system and, mm-hmm. and these little habits here and then We're in our journals and we think we, we the more we know, the better we will perform. But you're saying no, all mm-hmm. that is useless mm-hmm. down with Amazon. Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
1: Down with, Down with Google! Down with Google.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need something no, more than information. More
1: than information is yeah. is necessary. And and to go to you, you read verse one. Um, if we could read verse eleven. Okay. Um. it says. Verse. Uh, verse eleven two, of verse chapter 11. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For there is no partiality mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. So whether you're whether you're a Jew, Gentile, whatever n- level of knowledge or information yes. that you have, God is not partial in in the way that He deals with us. Yes. You know. So God is fair yes. and we have our notion of what fair looks like but god's fairness apparently is different from how yeah. we conceive of it yeah,
0: you all catch that in ch- chapter one everyone needs the gospel chapter two everyone needs the gospel because everyone there's no there's no advantage mm-hmm. yeah and everyone's everyone's evil and everyone's a sinner Callie. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, okay
3: uh, even Callie's uh, a sinner dear uh,
0: <laughs>
3: sister Callie. um jonathan yeah, no, I was actually just <laughs> going to make that same point, okay. saying that uh, no, we are all, Paul is trying to make it clear <laughs> for everyone, no matter how much information you have, yes. you are a sinner. Yes. And that is not necessarily, you know, uh, he's not trying to blast you, are you so bad? He's just saying, this is the reality we're talking about. We deceive ourselves with so many things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem of, uh, in Israel was that they were deceiving themselves by thinking, we have all this knowledge, we have all these rituals. That is, you know, that's what's keeping us safe. We have circumcision. He, he, he points to that later in uh, starting verse 25. Oh, well, I'm circumcised, so I'm good, right? Yes. So having all these things, Paul is blowing the lid off that and saying, like, no, like, it doesn't matter what you have because yes. chapter 1, we talked about this, the righteousness that you need is the righteousness of God, mm. which, only, which only he can give you. Mm-hmm. So it, he's trying to just level the playing field and say, okay, here we are all standing before God the God of the gospel, the God who, who wants to save us, but let's get the facts straight. We're all on the same level. We yeah. are not better or... or He's dressed.
0: really dressing down all of humanity yes. <laughs> into two chapters, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And there's and as uncomfortable as it right. may be, we we kind of need this experience to even really appreciate being saved. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. What does it mean uh, to, to be saved? What does it mean... To, what do we mean saved from, right? That yeah. realization. Right.
1: I was going to say, in, t- in terms of, I know we talked about that contrast between those who know and those who don't. But in, t- in terms of leveling the playing field, this means that even the person that I would consider to be worse off than me, mm. and, and you said in your teaser about judging people, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like the Jews look at the Gentiles judgmentally, you know, yes. like they're worse off than me, they behave worse than me, mm-hmm. you know. and but, but he's saying that person who you think is the worst of the worst Mm-hmm. You guys are at the same level, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the the person that you could not conceive of them being in heaven because they did such heinous crimes, mm-hmm. you guys are at the same level. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's mind-boggling. Yeah.
0: Like, how many of you resonate with that? Do you ever have this kind of trip that you have that, that in your mind, whether it's through information or through ritual or tradition, that you are better than other people? We're going to address that when we come after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Welcome back. The self-elevating moral hierarchy is what some people call it. And we place ourselves in this kind of spectrum. And don't we do it? Like, hey, Mm -hmm. at least I'm not a murderer. And the murderer's like, well, I'm not a child molester. And the child molester was like, at least I don't sell nuclear weapons to North Korea. And the the North North, Korean's (laughs) like, well, at least I'm not. Whatever they go into their (laughs) thing. And we kind of place ourselves. We don't look above us, but we definitely look below us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we get into these traps. And then it's the self-deception that we may not really need to be saved that much because I'm not as bad as all these other people, and they really need the salvation. Mm -hmm. So, Cal, you've been really quiet with us, and then you're looking at (laughs) at us judgmentally from from your your perch there. (laughs) Um, What's going on in Chapter 2 and in your mind? (laughs)
2: Um, I'll go with my mind. So, uh, I'm also reminded of the verse... Way left field, but First yeah. uh, Corinthians eight one. Right. Uh, just Whoa. that that knowledge We're puffs on. up, but love edifies. Okay, okay that's all.
0: Okay, okay, not to go there. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're true. Knowledge does does puff up. Going yeah. back to information, yeah.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I definitely think you know I've, there's there's been points in my journey that I'm just like yeah, if I just if I memorize all these Bible verses, I'm just so much better than everyone <laughs> because yeah. I can meditate on scripture all the time and I'm just mm-hmm. super holy and everyone like, has to open their Bible like pagans. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously I'm not thinking that strongly, but you kind of are <laughs> yeah. when someone's like, oh yeah, they're opening the Bible. Like, <laughs> I know what the verse says. Mm-hmm. And it's just that we're wielding the, the sword of the spirit mm-hmm. like in the wrong way. That's mm-hmm. the wrong wielding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think too, you know, sometimes we have different struggles from people. There are certain sins or certain temptations that are hard for me to resist. Whereas others, I'm like, I don't even see why that's a problem for someone. Mm -hmm. And a very humbling experience I had was, um, you know, my friends would come to me and talk to me about how they were struggling in their romantic relationships. Struggling keeping the proper physical boundaries or just kind of really staying on track. And I'm like, (laughs) that you're just not holy enough like i don't really know what your problem is mm-hmm. and it's because i've never had a boyfriend <laughs> mm. and so i was just like man you just need to pray more you mm-hmm. just need jesus i don't know what your problem is and then i started a wonderful being, christian answer yeah you just right? yeah. need
0: to pray
3: more yeah
2: so you to pray more and i'm like yeah. just don't be alone <laughs> after dark what's your problem
0: yeah
3: but
2: then i started dating my now husband and i was like Oh, this is kind of hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is actually kind of difficult. And I remember saying that to him. He's like, "Yeah." Yeah. Like I'm like, "This is is my first relationship." He's like, Mm -hmm. "Oh yeah." And so even just that experience showed me that first, we're different. And I had I didn't even I hadn't even realized how judgmental I'd been towards people. Mm until i was struggling with the same thing i was like this is actually difficult Mm. just like as someone doesn't have kids i see people have kids i'm like my kid will never act like that Mm -hmm. but i know i'm going to be humbled when i have children and be like my kids act like that (laughs) Mm,
3: you guys have great kids i don't judge you and your parenting
2: (laughs) and so but it's just the same thing where we i don't think we should have to suffer or struggle with the same thing in order to have compassion, empathy, mm-hmm. right? Because Jesus never sinned, mm-hmm. but he was still very empathetic and sympathetic and kind. Mm-hmm. And we, we need to have that, like instead of seeing this hierarchy of just like, yeah, we're all here together mm-hmm. and we all need the grace of Christ. We're, we've all sinned and we all don't merit the gift that he gives us. Mm-hmm. And so even if, yeah, like I don't do the 12 sins you do, it doesn't make me better you you deserve my prayers and you deserve my encouragement mm-hmm. and you deserve my camaraderie as as a brother and sister in Christ.
0: Hey, Callie, while you're mentioning these things, like I'm thinking, I mean, is this 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 Jesus that you're presenting uh-huh. is a very judgment neutral Jesus, yes, uh-huh. and it's 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 so so inviting. Like I, I want to be that way. And then while you guys were talking, like there are people who are judgmental. Yeah, I mean they look down, and, and I'm definitely in that in that boat. And then there's people on the other side who are who are who are let's say they call them the judged, but they are also judgmental too on Both. on the kind of a yeah. on a different side. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, those are all the the believer people, and they should have their act together, but they. D- they don't. They're just like me. At least I know that I'm not together and I'm I'm real, mm-hmm. and they're not. So the judge, judgment is actually going on both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is that that real Christianity is this Jesus who is free from this, which the Bible talks about, and also free from this yeah. other side. Because, yeah. Because because just the, looking at us empathetically.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. the important thing too is to remember that Jesus didn't not ever talk about sin, mm. right? He's not like, everything's fine. Mm. Everything is beautiful. Mm. He's like, hey, that that's not good. Let's not do that. Come and hang out with me. Mm. And so, but I, I think of it where I was talking to a good friend recently and he was going the wrong direction and I was really convicted to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. But it was making me sick to my stomach to have to talk to him so straight. Mm. It wasn't like, I'm going to go blast this dude. I'm going to mm-hmm. go set him Like, it wasn't, I was just like, hey, I I really feel convicted to talk to you about this, but that's how Jesus was, right? He was weeping over the nations, yeah, like right. I longed for you to come to me, but you refused. Right, right. And that is the judgmentalism of Jesus, yeah. where it's an invitation to come back into love, and it's a drawing, not a condemnation that yes. like chases people to hack them to pieces.
1: I, 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 I think another aspect of you know the, there's the empathy that comes from you know realizing that I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to just point to in verse. 1 of chapter 2 again. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, chapter
0: it 2, verse, yeah, go. one. verse 1, uh-huh. which <laughs> says,
1: Therefore, you're inexcusable, O man.
2: Yeah.
1: It's almost like looking at and seeing the evil and the wickedness mm-hmm. of somebody else. See it. What it ought to do is point you inward to your own wickedness, right? Yeah. What it usually does, because of the sinfulness, what it does is it, it causes me to think I'm elevated above them or, you know, right, like to point right. a finger whether up or down. But what, what it's saying is when you see that, when you see the wickedness of somebody's heart, what it should remind you of is that you are inexcusable mm-hmm. because you can actually see that that is wicked. You don't know if they know what they're doing is wrong. You don't know their life. You don't know what's what's been happening with them. God is the one who's going to judge them. Right. But when you see that, it ought to cause you to look at yourself mm-hmm. and judge yourself but we don't do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know Excellent we don't point. want yes. god to search me yeah i want to search somebody else right. because it's
3: painful it's mm-hmm. painful i don't want to i want to look at other people's problems, not much more mine.
0: Enjoyable mine enjoyable yeah, yeah it is it but is.
3: John, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing is if i can bring the gospel back in is that <laughs> <Yes>. when <No. laughs> paul's making it clear chapter two chapter three all have sinned everyone is wicked yes um when i realize that and i look at jesus and i see how he treats me he gives me the grace treatment right and mm-hmm how he is is loving and kind towards me he has empathy realizing then that his love uh, is directed t- towards me in that way it it kind of takes off the burden uh, of me trying to make myself feel good or make myself look better in the eyes of God I know I'm loved I don't have to you know make yes. myself look better by judging others or make myself feel better by judging others I know I'm loved you know mm. I'm, I'm cool I'm, I'm good with God but uh, that helps me because I because in that light I stop pretending, mm-hmm. and I realize my my brokenness that needs healing from Jesus. Amen. But then that helps me to see through the judgmentalism of others and see the brokenness that's inside of them and have empathy oh, towards okay, them despite right. what oh, they're oh, yeah, going to
0: underscore I'm going to that. Say that again. Say that again. I don't know what Because <laughs> that's so <laughs> right, true. Yeah. yeah? I mean, on shows like this, many times we can't judge, people are judgmental, and we, we underscore mm-hmm. that point. Right. But when people are judgmental, what
3: is that a revelation of? It, it's a revelation of the brokenness that that they are dealing mm-hmm. with. Yes. And so you can, you can kind of just look beyond the judgment, look beyond the negativity that's coming and just see you can still have compassion because you see this person is actually hurting. They don't yes. realize they're hurting. They don't realize there's a solution you know, to this sin pandemic. And, and, and you can approach them with empathy, with love, yes. with right. patience and kindness and give them the grace treatment that Jesus has been given. But I want to ask you even further. You said, look beyond.
0: And Mm -hmm. I want to say, how do you look beyond? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we Mm -hmm. can say, look beyond, and we do try to do that in our own strength. And it becomes this downward, sinful spiral too, right? How do we do even that much?
2: It's only... I, yeah. it's, Sorry. Only, yeah,
0: it's only you were saying by the power of the Holy Spirit by the
3: power of the Holy yeah. Spirit yes <laughs> and, and <laughs> totally so <laughs> how does what are do you going to say <laughs> the, yeah no, it's totally well, how does Jesus look at me yeah he looks you know when he justifies us, when he does the salvation miracle in our lives he looks at the potential he looks at the at the end game he knows where he's going to take me when I trust mm-hmm. in him right mm-hmm. and so we can know that God with every human being who is struggling with their brokenness you know and that expresses itself in that you know mean ways you can know that there's a potential there that that you can even imagine that God can do in this person's life, and that mm-hmm. when you w- keep that in mind, it will also, of course, the Holy Spirit is the one that helps yeah. you, but it helps you to just treat that person with kindness instead of reflecting that judgment or whatever they're throwing. Can at I you. can Siki. can
1: I add to that? Um, you know, they say that some of the kindest people are the poorest people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's because they they know poverty. Yes, and because they know poverty, when they see poverty in somebody else, they want to help. Mm-hmm. So when we know our own brokenness, Mm -hmm. we will recognize brokenness in other people. Mm -hmm. In the sense that when we know our own brokenness and Jesus is healing us, you know, and He's restoring us, Mm -hmm. then when we see brokenness in other people, I'm not like, "Oh, what's wrong with you? I recognize what's going on. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm judgmental. Mm -hmm. I know that I've struggled with being judgmental. And I've seen what God is doing in my life. And when I see that in somebody else, I recognize what's going on because Mm -hmm. I've had that experience, Mm -hmm. which is why it's important this... It's not to be, you know, sadistic like the the looking to ourselves to ask God to search us, you know, for our sinfulness. It's it's foundational to even the salvation experience. Yeah. We cannot experience that transformation right. and that restoration mm-hmm. until we take a hard look in the mirror, so yes. to speak, mm-hmm. and face the reality that we're messed up. Yes, yeah. excellent yeah. point.
2: Excellent point. Even in addition, in addition to seeing that brokenness in other people, the only way we are able to withstand it and not want to retaliate in kind Mm. is by having that security in Christ ourselves Mm. Um, because there are times where people I can tell when I'm more irritable or when I just really just want to return whatever I'm given in the worst Mm. it's because I'm just I'm insecure at that time like you know i'm not having as much time so i'm just i'm apart from reality Mm -hmm. and so i've noticed that the more time i spend and the more i'm convinced and completely convinced of god's love for me Mm -hmm. even when i feel people being judgmental i'm just I genuinely feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you must be so burdened right now. I'm right. so sorry. Mm-hmm. And but you know, there, because it, it's a lot easier to come across as judgmental and angry than to come across as hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Because being coming across as hurt is a very vulnerable state yes. to be mm-hmm. in. It's a lot more powerful to be mean and judgmental and
0: mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. So. No, I'm gonna push yes. back here, and I appreciate this discussion. And, ju- and and this totally, I am a judgmental person. I confess, and so are you. And so we're all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But now we are encountering a ge- encountering a generation that is kind of flipping to the other side, and they want to judge no one, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you can't say anything is wrong. You mm-hmm. can't say anyone. I, I don't really care about you. I'm not going to look at your life. I don't. am not going to get into all your business. And we're we're and especially in the social distancing world. We have our space. And frankly, there's a lot of people who are very comfortable with that without getting into messy lives. Right. Um, let's go to uh, John, uh, uh, Romans chapter three, Romans chapter three, verse nine, which is really the apex of this whole section. Mm-hmm. What then are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged that both Jews and Greeks—that's the two categories mm-hmm. there of people—that they are all under sin. And you have this whole Bible study on up in the Old Testament I want to go to John chapter 7 really quickly and the Bible says in John chapter 7 verse 24 that Jesus says here do not judge according to appearance I can hear amens out there Mm -hmm. people are saying awesome 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 do not judge lest you be judged right but then Jesus continues Mm -hmm. and says but judge with righteous judgment Mm -hmm. and then this and this this gives me so much hope that in this judgment this is what's so funny humanity is scared of the judgment God will find out that I'm a sinner. But the reality is, according to chapter 2 and chapter 3 of Romans, we're all sinner, friends. We are all in the same boat. And we need a righteous judge who will get us out. And hopefully that's your prayer. I know that's our prayer. I know we skimmed over a lot of juicy stuff. We want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org and get into our study guides of the book on Romans. We'll see you next week when we look at Romans chapter 3 and 4. See you next week.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton. Siku Dako and your host Justin Kim Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel television that changes lives for this and more inspiring episodes visit inverse.hopetv.org find us on social media
2: hashtag Inverse Bible until next time this is Inverse